0: And so if you notice, um, I am not alone this morning. I've got some friends uh, who are up here with me. But if you're a first-time guest, we do want to just say that we are so grateful and thankful that you're here today. We realize that you could have been anywhere. I've got some friends who are passing you out this thing called Group Expo. Uh, Group Expo is what we do here at Propel Church when we get ready to kick off a group semester here. Uh, We believe that the church has to grow larger and smaller at the same time. So we've experienced some great growth over the years. We've watched God do some incredible things. But the truth is, the larger the church gets, the easier it is for you to just come in and come out. And uh, it's not the way God intended church to be. In fact the way God intended for you to do church, Paul says in Acts 2020, 20, that I didn't forsake teaching you both publicly and from house to house. So God's desire is yes, that you gather in a big corporate environment with a group of people because there's just something that happens in the atmosphere, but there also has to be a home to home component of your walk with Christ and so we wanted to give you this piece of paper I want to go over a couple of things with you because the way this morning functions I'm going to go through some announcements because when I'm done talking to these wonderful and beautiful people can we just give it up for these guys on stage with me real quick come on uh, once I'm finished chatting with them this morning, you're going to be released. And when you go out into the lobby, you've already noticed that there are a bunch of uh, little tables out there. Um, those tables represent are color coordinated based on the what we call hubs of groups. And you're going to be able to go find the perfect group for you. There are 19 groups that are starting, uh, and so we're super excited for that as well. And so we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But just to give you a few things that are going on uh, this morning. Uh, next weekend is actually our four-year anniversary. So we're celebrating four years next Sunday. And um, it's not a birthday party unless there's gifts. And so next weekend, we have a gift for every kid in attendance and the first 392 adults. So I'm just saying, uh, bring your friends, fight it out. If you're, you're in the 9 a.m., so you'll be good. Um, but wouldn't that be incredible if we got rid of 400 uh, whatever the gift is, <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you. You thought, you thought, but next Sunday, uh, as you leave today at the doors, you're gonna get uh, invite cards um, for next weekend. And we would just love to celebrate with you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna share what God has done over the last year. I'm gonna give you some updates on the building. But I, I really feel like the Lord uh, gave me a word um, for me to hold on to for these next 12 months, uh, just like I did last year. And, and I'm excited. For some of you, you weren't here on the journey uh, when we stood on stage uh, last year and gave you some pretty big like, this is where I feel like God's leading us. And so um, would love to give you some updates and share next weekend with you. Uh, It's like, this is like one of my favorite Sundays of the year because when you get to look back, you get to celebrate all that God has done knowing that the best days are really ahead. Um, And then the following weekend, we have baptism coming up. And so if you've made any kind of decision for Jesus, your next step is baptism. So, let me say it a different way if you claim to be a follower of Jesus and have not gone public with your faith through baptism on September 29th you're getting dunked right you need to you need to go public with your faith the connect card you received has a place on the back where you can simply indicate that and uh, we would love to help you take your next step. Baptism is gonna be available at both the 9 a.m. and the 10.30 worship experience, and we're really excited for those. And last, if you came prepared to give today, um, your generosity goes towards making a difference in so many areas, Um, but the one that I wanted to highlight this weekend is the fact that um, we have 19 group leaders. I feel like my job as the pastor is what Ephesians 4 says, which is to equip the saints for ministry, and the fact that as a Uh, You could call us 250-person church. Last Sunday, there were 306 of you. Come on. Um, But as a 250-person church launching 19 groups, for me, that is an indicator that it's working because the end result is that you're equipped for ministry. And so there are more than just 19 people who are stepping into these ministry roles of leading groups. But your generosity goes towards helping people walk out their calling, discover their purpose, and then live it out. So there's three ways to give, you can do those. They're up there in-house, online, or through text. To give. So this morning, I want to dive right into the group expo component of what we have today. You've got this card in front of you. The card in front of you represents the 19 groups that are available. But I just wanted to chat with some friends of mine who have been a part of groups and who uh, have led groups. And just kind of first thing we're going to do is will you just tell us your name and how long you've been at Propel? Good
1: morning, everyone. My name's Hassan. I've been coming to Propel since March of this year.
2: Good morning, my name is Brian, and I've been at Propel for 10 months.
3: Good morning, my name is Leslie, and I have been pro- at Propel for about two years. Good
4: morning, my name is Hayden Carroll, I've been at Propel for about two years also.
0: Awesome. So, uh, you, these guys up here, you know, some have been with us for a couple months, and some of have been with us for... A few years. Um, the cool part is they're all in different places in their journey and their walk with Christ. And And what I love is they represent such a, a diverse um, age range and, and of what we look at when we look at the church. We, Tori and I, when we were getting ready to start for Pell, we're told you know, hey, because of how young you guys are, you know, you'll have a church that's primarily filled up with like people in their 20s, which I love people in their 20s, right? I'm in my 20s, (laughs) so uh, would love that. But um, we really felt like God had called us to be a multi-generational church, a church that really embraced the fact that you're never too young or too old to make a difference in the kingdom. And so today, um, as we get started, the next question that I have for you. I just lost my notes. I just about opened up Uber. I mean, that's not gonna help me. <laughs> um, next question uh, for Brian and Hassan. Uh What is, uh, how has your life been changed by being a part of a group? So how's your walk with Christ uh, strengthened, grown, shifted since you started being a part of a group?
1: Um, so before I was a part of any Propel group, um, I was walking through a confusing and frustrating season of my life. I struggled with self-doubt, fear, and finding personal freedom. But on June 2nd of this year, I dedicated my life and went public with my faith. I surrendered my life to Jesus. I stepped out of my comfort zone. I led my first Propel group. And throughout the next eight weeks, I built personal relationships, authentic relationships, and I was surrounded by people who spoke life over me and into me. At the same time, I was growing in my own intimate relationship with God. Week after week, we would encourage each other. We read scripture and prayed over one another. Leading a propel group brought fulfillment into my, my life and meaning into my life. You need the right people to carry your burdens. And if they're close enough to hold your arms up when you're, you're tired, they're close enough to whisper in your ear. Um, so who speaks into your life when you're tired will dictate the direction of your life. So I would just encourage you to um, to take that next step. You know, I was a little uncomfortable at first being new to the church. and you know, I just heard God speaking that into my heart, just step out of your comfort zone. And, you know, I didn't know anybody. I met Brian, I met Hayden, Whitney. There's so many people. I met like 20 people. Yeah. Like new people, new friends and everything. So I just encourage you to step out and, you know, yeah. take that chance, even if you, you don't feel like you have to. Yeah.
0: I think what's really cool about herson's story is son said, you know, he gave his life to Jesus on June 22nd of this year and then took that next step to lead a group. Oftentimes, I think we feel like uh, we have to wait a long period of time, like if, if well, if I wait two years, then God can actually use me, but the moment you give your life to Christ, God has deposited the Holy Spirit in you, which is all you need to do what God has called you to do, and so it's cool to watch uh, you grow and develop. Brian, what about you?
2: Um, whenever I started coming to Propel Church, <clears throat> I really didn't know a lot of people here, and so we um, had a group expo, so I Signed up to go to the disc golf group, and at the disc golf group, I swear I started learning new people here at Propel, starting uh, developing friendships and uh, just ha- hanging out and having a good time. And uh, then I signed up for the Freedom group, and the Freedom group really uh, started developing me because it showed me places uh, in my life where I was fighting battles. Um, I was praying every night over these battles. You know, Lord, remove them from me. And anyway, during this group, it, come, it it surfaced up that, hey, these were not my battles to fight. These were God's battles to fight, and I had to turn them over to him. And so that's what I did, and until I turned them over to him, I couldn't be a, a, any kind of benefit to the body of Christ. So now I'm able to release them and continue releasing things that come up. Um, I can be more effective to the body of Christ and furthering his kingdom.
0: That's so good, that's so good, Hayden. Uh, let me ask you. You know, Hayden is uh, the guy who founded. We'll call you the the founder of the disc golf group, uh, and uh, and and so uh, disc golf is one of our groups that exist in the Hangout Hub. And uh, Hangouts are really designed to be some of these entry level groups that you can just get in. What's your favorite part about Hangout groups?
4: Hmm my favorite part about the hangout groups it's really got to be the atmosphere of it um it's it's relaxing it's you're just there to chat people you are like, hang out with them you're going places in the disc golf group we go around we travel to different courses we just go play disc golf we talk to people we get to know them we develop relationships and it's wonderful because it's not really what you think about when you think about a church group you know some people don't like reading so a curriculum group wouldn't be for them. I'm, I'm one of those people, I've, I don't wanna do it. But in a propel hangout group, there's nothing. You, you go there, you show up, you meet new people, you talk to them, you talk to them, you listen to them, and you become really close to them. I, I can say that in the past six months, me, Brian, and son have grown close and it's all because of the disc golf group and coming to church here and just being with each other. And it's always fun to hang out with your friends. It's just a good time.
0: And even in, you know, our hangout groups, one of the things that we, we do, we, so we tell our leaders, um, it's fantasy football season, so you're very familiar with the acronym or with ESPN. So that's how we run our groups. Every group has an element of encouragement, scripture, prayer, and next steps. Dun dun No, I'm just kidding. So, um, <laughs> but that's how, you know, that's how we, we think about it. And so, even in the disc golf, you guys will go play around a disc golf, and then at the end of it, you'll you'll have a time where you open scripture and you have a, a devotion, and you're you're growing together. And I think, you know, when when Tori and I were looking at how groups functioned and what we really wanted, um, I realized that like when I first gave my life to Jesus, I wasn't ready to jump into a Bible study on Leviticus, and I'm still not ready. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> And so there's gotta be a way to get people connected um, at an entry level. Cause I don't think that Jesus just read scripture with his disciples. Like these guys were together for a long period of time. And so there's a, a life component of them working and living and eating and, you know, just hanging out. And so um, that's what I love about hangout groups and and all that they provide. And some of you have heard, um, freedom come up a couple times already. Freedom is one of my favorite things that we do here at Propel. It's one of the only groups that we say, uh, hey, like, as your pastor, if I'm telling you a group to be a part of, I think every single person needs to go through freedom. Um, I'll say it again. Like, every single person needs to go through freedom. And the reason is because you and I are walking this process out in our walk of Christ called sanctification, which is different than salvation. Salvation is instantaneous, but sanctification is a process. Sanctification is where you and I are becoming more and more like Christ. In order for you and I to become more and more like Christ, there's some stuff that we have to deal with because I spent the first 18 years of my life not living for God. So I carried and got a lot of baggage, I got a lot of hurt, I got a lot of stuff that I did and or that was done to me, maybe some unforgiveness that I've buried and suppressed, and what freedom allows you to do is wrestle through all of that, settle your yesterdays and walk into your tomorrow, and so um, freedom groups are available so I want to chat with uh, Leslie in Kenya for a second, so uh, Leslie, um, why should someone jump into a freedom group?
3: Freedom is something for everyone because whether you're going through struggles or you're not going through struggles, it's, it's for you in every season of your life. Um, it, it's like you're peeling an onion, I mean you're just layering yourself back for, for things that you need closure for that maybe you don't think that you need closure for. Um, it, it's just a simple, it's a simple curriculum um, for people to come together and, and really, like you said, settle their, their yesterdays and walk into their tomorrows.
0: Kenya, what about you? Why should someone jump into a freedom group?
3: Yeah.
5: Um, so if you're even thinking about joining a group, I definitely recommend freedom. Um, it's life-changing and I think everybody can who has went through freedom can say that. In some sort of way, they have found light at the end of it. So um, what I would say would probably just be Join a freedom group so you can get rid of those things, and then you can help advance the kingdom of God. And you can be transparent, take off the mask. And we're—it's not a big group of people; it's usually about five or six of us. And I would say, and we just get together, and we just are transparent, and we just open up, and we just pour into each other. And I definitely recommend joining a freedom group if you're hesitating. Yeah.
0: So for me, um, freedom is a is a non-like on our leadership. Like freedom is one of those, you know, non-negotiables. As we're growing and developing as a church, freedom is one of those like, hey, you just got to do it. And, and not because we want to, but if you don't deal with your junk, your junk's going to pour out everywhere. And so I think what a lot of us try and do is we're like, well, yeah, well, but I'm good right now. I'm like, I'm not really, nothing's really there. Um, but if, if, I, if you and I were to take a, a water bottle and pour some dirt in it, uh, that dirt would settle in the bottom and the water on top would look really clean until you shake the bottle up and then everything in the bottle would turn brown. And that's what happens in life is we let stuff settle, we let stuff just kind of rest in there and then life comes in and life shakes it up because life's just not gonna quit, right? We, there's no way to life-proof yourself. It, it, it gets difficult sometimes and when you get shaken, what's in you will come out of you and I think not dealing with that stuff only hurts you in the long run And so is it uncomfortable to get into an environment where you're talking about your problems? Yeah, maybe like the first time and then you're gonna experience so much freedom. You're like, I'll tell anybody, that I have no problem confessing the fact that I got issues because the freedom on the other end of it is so much more beneficial. Um, I've got a couple more questions um, for you guys. Uh, What is one piece of advice that you would give um, to someone hesitant about joining a Propel group? Hassan we'll start with you.
1: So I'm just gonna kinda go back to what I was saying. Stepping out of your comfort zone, um, that was something that I struggled with myself. Uh, I mean, freedom, that's something that I guess I struggled with, I just didn't know how to be more transparent with anyone, like I had this mask, like I was just carrying shame, guilt, all this stuff. and. You know, connecting with groups like that's something that I I found within the groups, and I found that freedom, I found the comfortability, I found the relationships. Like that's something that you know I was longing for. Like before I gave my life to Jesus, like I was I just felt like I had nothing. And then when I joined the church and then um, groups, like that's just that's something that I found. So I would encourage you guys to step out of your comfort zone and to you know connect with a group. Like, just try it. Yeah.
5: Um, my piece of advice would. If you're thinking about doing it just do it like it's gonna be worth it um it's gonna be uncomfortable and it's gonna be a little strange at first but just opening up and everything that you put into the group you're gonna get back so So i just want to say that when you get in that group open up be transparent don't just sit back get involved get connected and i promise it'll change your life
2: i know uh, whenever like i said when i first come here I, i really didn't know a lot of people and so when I first thought of groups, I was like, hmm, I don't know anybody here. Who am I going to know in my groups? And so it can be a little scary. But after you do walk in that doors, I can promise you the people in that freedom group, is going to surround you. You're going to feel a part of that group probably in a minute or two, max. Uh, so, it's, And it's also one of those things is once you do it, it's one of the things you get in there and you're glad you did. Just like, why, why didn't I do it sooner?
3: I would just say to step out in faith. I mean, it can be so uncomfortable going to someone's house and you know, for the first time and someone that you don't really know that well. But then once you have your icebreakers and you get to know people, it's really easy to, to get in the, the habit of really wanting to go back and, and you're building this these lasting relationships and this biblical community with um, with the people that are at your group. So just I mean, if you get nervous about it, I'll give you my number, call me. I'll try to make you feel better about it. <laughs> but um, but it's, really, it, it's really something that I, I wish that everyone could experience. If you're nervous about it, it's just take that
4: leap of faith. <clears throat> um, one piece of advice is it's obvious, go for it. It's, it's 12 weeks. Guys, football season lasts 17 weeks. Yeah. Ladies, the bachelor runs 11 weeks. Don't don't tell me you can't commit for twelve weeks. Go for it. It's it could be something that changes your life.
0: I'm just pumped. You know what? How long the bachelor is. My,
4: my wife. My That's right. Loves it and I had to ask her.
0: Okay. So. Sure. We'll believe that one.
4: <laughs>
0: so Hayden's gonna be a part of a freedom group this semester. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um. I think my, I mean, you guys have said it. I think the big thing is just taking that step. Um, my biggest piece of advice is just to echo what Kenya said is that you will get in it what you put out, what, you'll get out of it what you put into it. And so I think a lot of times we try and do biblical community on our terms and it doesn't work. And so it, you should get into a group. I, I My heart as your pastor is that we would have 100% participation in groups. Now, that's a little crazy. Uh, Numerically, the average church in America sees about 20% of their people plugged into a small group, which I think is ridiculous. Um, But we can talk about that another day. I I, I think that um, there are 19 options out here And so I just want to go over uh, some of them so that you can understand the way this morning works. As we uh, get ready to dismiss you in a few minutes, um, each group has a, a section of colors. We call these hubs. So freedom is this teal color. Studies are gray. Women are burgundy men are blue, hangouts are red, students are navy, and outreach is green. And so when you exit the auditorium, you're gonna see tables that are teal, gray, burgundy, red, green, blue, and navy. And as you look out there, Um, You're just going to walk up to the table, and there's signs for each one of those individual groups. And so you can look at each one of these sections. And if you're looking for a group on Mondays, well, there's a freedom group on Mondays. There's a freedom group on Thursdays. For women, there's Monday and Thursday. For men, there's Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, For women, there's groups on Monday nights. There's groups on Tuesdays. Um, Single moms, there's a group for you. On Saturday mornings, men, there's a group for you on Mondays. There's all sorts of groups, and you'll also notice that there are different locations. So I'm hosting my group in Richfield, but there's groups that are meeting in Concord. There's groups that are in Gold Hill, Rockwell, Um Disc Golf Travels, Mount Pleasant, obviously. So there are all sorts of different places for these groups as well, um, and all different types of groups. So maybe you're a married couple and you guys wanna do something together. There is a marriage group that is for you, maybe you've been divorced and remarried. There's also a marriage group that's there. Maybe you're looking at parenting. Raising Giant Killers is a parenting curriculum with Mike and Hannah Moore. Maybe you're looking to learn about your spiritual gifts. You can jump in that Thursday group with Amy. Um, Something that's new this semester, uh, college students age um, 18 to 25, there's a group called Next Level with Michael Troll. Um, You should jump in to that one. Women, There's a group on Mondays with Tory. Um, Adamant, it's a book study. There's a group on Tuesdays, Becoming Myself, that's a book study. We, we went over Single Moms with Allie. Men, Wild at Heart. Um, wild at Heart is one of those books that I read uh, early on in my walk with Christ. It was revolutionary. I, I couldn't recommend it more. I would say you you should just, if you're looking for a men's group, you should do it and hangout groups if you're a musician in here and you just like playing an instrument guitar banjo I'm not a musician so the other week we were we were up here and we were talking about um uh, they said oh it's just 12 measures and I was like is that like four inches like I don't I don't if you're a musician you laughed right everybody else is like yeah he sounds right so um <laughs> I'm I'm not I don't do that music stuff um the only time you're going to ever hear me sing is if I forget to cut my mic off. So um, there's a, a game night group with with Sarah Lakey. There's disc golf with Brian. Um, students, 6th through 12th grade, we have a group for you. It's called Motion Students. It meets on Wednesday nights. Uh, you should get connected to that. Parents, uh, we need help partnering with you in the discipleship and development of your kids. And so getting them in a group now is really beneficial for their long-term walk with Jesus and their outreach groups. I do want to let you know um, there's a print error on our end. Uh, Kathy Starnes' group's The Meadows of Rockwell is on Tuesdays at 6.30 rather than Mondays at 6.30. So if you got a pen, just mark it out and pretend like we didn't make a mistake. And uh, and then Jade uh, has a group uh, meeting in Gold Hill, on Thursdays. There are all sorts of different groups and different options. Groups happen, they last for 12 weeks. So you jump into a group now, you're gonna be out of that group before the end of, uh, before we get into the Christmas season. Um, And I would just encourage you to give us 12 weeks. You may be on the fence about whether or not a group works and whether or not it's really beneficial. I would say, as Hayden said, 12 weeks, so it's shorter than the football season, a week longer than The Bachelor, and you should try it. I think that's going to be our marketing campaign for this spring. <laughs> um, but would love for you to just give it a shot. And so we actually structure Group Expo uh, strategically to where um, we dismiss you early. They have your kids covered. We want you to be able to go out, find a group, find a table, Um, Get connected, get plugged in, and then after you hang out and find your group and talk to the group leader, um, you can go get your kids. Just pick them up at the time you're supposed to at at 10 o'clock. So um, I would encourage parents, for real, like don't get your kid early breathe for a second, get you some coffee, use the bathroom in peace, right? (laughs) Like, just don't, we've got your kids covered. Don't feel pressured to do that at all. We want you to be able to find a group because we believe that decisions happen in rows, but change happens in circles. And if you can get in a smaller group of people, it really can change your life forever. And so I'm going to go ahead and dismiss group leaders now. You guys can go ahead and head out there so that you're ready for them when they get out there. So you guys head out, and then uh, I'm going to pray for us. And then when I'm done praying, you guys will be free to go for the morning. I will say um, the message portion of what we do normally does not look like this. And so if you are a first-time guest with us, you're probably like, that was a little weird. Um, But we're super glad you came anyways. Come back next weekend, celebrate with us on four-year. There's going to be like cake and stuff, and so it's going to be awesome. So let me pray for us, and you'll be free to go. God, we love you so much, and we thank you for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. And we ask, Lord, that as we plug into a group, as we find biblical community and we get connected, that you would continue to be with us. God, strengthen our relationships. We believe that you have made us not to do life alone, but to do life connected. And we thank you for it. We love you, we thank you, and we trust you. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen.